Hey there, my wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. I'm your host, Pastor Rich, and today we're looking into a question that plagues many of us. Are we truly walking in the Spirit or simply living according to the desires of the flesh? You know, it's a question that's both challenging and illuminating, and one that we must all grapple with. But before we get into the heart of the matter, let me share a story with you. Meet Samuel Marsden, a devoted Christian missionary born in 1765. His life serves as a powerful example of the internal battle between the desires of the flesh and the call of the Spirit, and this echoes the very essence of Galatians 5, verses 16 and 18. You see, in his early years, Samuel, like many of us, was tempted by the allure of comfort and prosperity. Yet his faith in Christ's teachings led him to discern the call of the Spirit, urging him toward a higher purpose. Marsden was destined to become a missionary and was set to the distant shores of New South Wales, Australia, in the early 19th century. This was a journey with challenges, and the desires of the flesh might have easily persuaded him to remain within the safety of his homeland. However, Marston's deep commitment to walking in the Spirit, even when the world around him seemed daunting, drove him to persevere. Now, in New South Wales, he faced tremendous obstacles, including a challenging environment and a resistance from both settlers and indigenous populations. Marsden is most remembered for conducting the first Christian service in Australia and for building the first church there. His work extended beyond the pulpit. He dedicated himself to improving the lives of prisoners and the sometimes dangerous indigenous peoples, advocating for their rights and welfare. His commitment to the call of the Spirit in the face of adversity is beautifully encapsulated by his own words. He said, The salvation of men ought to be the chief and ultimate end of all our studies. Without this, everything is vapor. It vanishes into smoke. Marsden's life story is a testament to the very struggle outlined in Galatians 5. In a land where his desires of the flesh might have tempted him to retreat to comfort, his commitment to walking in the Spirit saw him overcome challenges, adversity, and personal sacrifices. Samuel's life serves as a shining example of how individuals can respond to the call of the Spirit and embrace a higher purpose, even when faced with obstacles and the allure and desires of the flesh. So, what does this scripture say about this battle? Well, turn with me to Galatians 5, verse 16 through 18, where the Apostle Paul provides a powerful answer. Here's what he says. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the desire of the flesh is against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law." The Apostle Paul conveys a spiritual message that remains highly relevant for our lives today. In this passage, Paul emphasizes the power of walking in the Spirit. He presents a stark contrast between these two realms of existence, 
The desire of the flesh symbolizes our human inclinations, often guided by self-centeredness, earthly pleasures, and self-pursuits. These desires lead us astray, away from God's guidance and His divine plan for our lives. Paul recognizes the inherent conflict between the flesh and the spirit, and he's highlighting their opposition as they vie for control over our actions and decisions. But I think it's important to note that Paul offers hope and guidance. He asserts that if we choose to be led by the Spirit, we can transcend the constraints of the law and our own flawed desires. By walking in the Spirit, we align ourselves with God, allowing God's guidance and power to shape our choices and intentions. Now let's get practical. How can we apply this message to our own daily lives? So here's some steps. First, invest in quality time with your family and loved ones. Don't overlook this. So in the hustle and bustle of our modern lives, it's easy to get swept away by various commitments. However, to truly walk in the Spirit, it's essential to prioritize your relationships. Now, how this works out in my life, my wife is a sounding board for decisions. And believe me, I listen to her advice because I know she is a godly person. Also, she keeps me from getting out of whack sometimes. Sometimes I can get a little crazy, and she gets me back centered on God. So engage in meaningful conversations, share your experiences with those that you love, and show your love and appreciation when they give you their honest thoughts. Nurture these relationships. You not only strengthen the bonds of your earthly family, but you also create a space for the Spirit to work in your midst. Number two, I'm talking to not only young people here, but also older people. Regularly unplug from technology for spiritual reflection. So there's no doubt we're in a digital age today, and it's crucial to disconnect from the constant noise of technology. And I'll admit, I find myself doing it. I'll wake up uh, in the morning, and I'll start scrolling. I'll look at TikTok, and I think, why am I wasting these 15 or 20 minutes? That could be time set aside uh, to unplug from screens and distractions. Use this technology-free space to actually pray and meditate. Connect with the Holy Spirit. Engage in deep introspection. This practice allows you to center your thoughts and, in, and tune into the Spirit's presence. Read the Bible. The Holy Spirit works through the Word of God. In this stillness, you'll find a deeper connection with your faith and a heightened awareness of the Spirit's guidance. Number three, pray specifically for guidance in your decision-making. Prayer is powerful. It's a means of seeking guidance from God and the Holy Spirit, especially when you're going to make important decisions. Take time to pray with intention. Be specific about what you're praying for. Clearly articulate your concerns and your hopes and your desires to God. Prayer is more than just saying the same thing day after day. So make prayer an integral part of your decision-making process. You invite the Spirit to play an active role in your life choices. Number four, this is difficult, but maintain a spirit of humility. You need to recognize that your flesh will lead you astray. You need the Spirit's guidance. Humility is a foundational trait for those who seek to walk in the Spirit. 
So it involves acknowledging your limitations and recognizing your constant need for God. Approach each day with a spirit of humility, understanding that you don't have all the answers. Uh, This recognition makes you open to the Spirit's leading, making your journey a partnership between your will and God's will. Number five, seek out mentors. Find a role model. The journey of faith is often enriched when you have mentors who can provide spiritual guidance. So seek those people out. Look for their wisdom to inspire you. Engage with them in meaningful conversations. Don't just ask for things. Uh, Seek the Holy Spirit together. Seek their counsel in matters of faith. These mentors can offer valuable insights, challenging your perspectives, and provide support as you navigate your own journey. And finally, commit. Commit to a life of continuous learning. Commit to a life of growth in your faith. This is the biblical way. A commitment to lifelong learning and growth in your faith is vital for walking in the Spirit. So embrace opportunities for religious education. Uh, Embrace opportunities to read different viewpoints on biblical text and do theological exploration. Sometimes the Sunday school answer simply isn't enough if you're going to grow in faith. So keep an open heart and mind and be ready to absorb new insights. By dedicating yourself to continuous spiritual growth, you remain receptive to the Spirit's ongoing work in your life. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we gather in your presence here today, we are drawn to these words from Paul, who urges us to walk in the Spirit. And Lord, we embrace this guidance with open hearts, and we're seeking our life to live out the truth of Galatians 5. Lord, we humbly come before you, recognizing our need for your guidance in each step we take. We pray for wisdom, God, to invest in quality time with our family, and and we want to foster deep connections and love in our relationship. Help us, Lord, to regularly unplug from constant noise of technology. Grant us the clarity to hear your voice in the stillness. Lord, in our moments of decision-making, we ask for your specific guidance. We acknowledge our limitations, and in humility, we ask for your wisdom to light our path and lead us on a path of righteousness. Finally, Lord, we commit our life to learning about you. We want to grow in our faith. Grant us the hunger for your word, Lord, and the humility to recognize that we are forever your students. It's in the name of Jesus, our Savior, we lift up this prayer, fully trusting in your grace and guidance and of your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with this thought. We are never alone in this battle. The Spirit is with us, guiding us towards a life filled with holiness and purpose. Friends, if this episode has touched your heart in any way, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others who may benefit from its message. Let's together spread the power of the Spirit and the love of Christ to all corners of the world. Thank you for joining me today, and until next time, my friends, stay blessed and walk in the Spirit. (music) 